clicking on the very first episode of my podcast, Anthropocene, which is proudly produced by me, ex-climate doomer, Eliane Gutierrez. Together, we will explore the climate anxieties and the first-hand accounts from people living in polluted environments. So stay tuned so together we can harness the power of folklore and science in order to defeat the Anthropocene. Hi, so I'm going to tell you guys a story, an environmental disaster story, so to speak. And it's going to sound a little crazy. It's about a channel and a smell that just would not go away. This is the story of when my hometown of Carson, California, in the South Bay of Los Angeles smelled for weeks, and it seemed like no one was going to fix it. And I confirmed that this all happened because it happened to me. On October 3rd, there was the first report of a nauseous, rotten smell emerging from the Dominguez Channel. This smell would then go on to linger for months. But first, let's just try to understand how we got here. Okay, so time for a little bit of a history lesson. Oil was first drilled in the unincorporated community of Carson, California in 1921, in what is known as the Dominguez Oil Field. This would set off a chain that would lead to a heavily industrialized community where a number of refineries were up and running with oil derricks, tank farms, and sprawling industrial complexes quickly becoming a familiar part of the scenery. When the population of Southern California boomed after World War II, Carson then became a home for many families. Families whose descendants would now have to deal with the consequences of systemic environmental racism and the health issues that come with it. By the late 1950s, incorporation was favored by the residents of the soon-to-be Carson. They were concerned about the lack of power they had over zoning and other issues that affected them directly. And they were also scared that the neighboring communities such as Long Beach and Torrance expressed interest in annexing Carson's territory. They wanted to be their own city and have their own political autonomy and the ability to make decisions for themselves. Because they were dealing with a phenomenon called NIMBY, short for not in my backyard. This is a phenomenon in which people with political power will reject the development of unpleasant or hazardous development in the area where they live but they have no problems and no objections to similar developments elsewhere. So examples of these things would be garbage dumps, auto dismantling centers, waste treatment facilities, unpleasant, but in our society, they're vital. And when it comes time to build them, no one wants them in their own backyard. So when essential facilities such as these were needed in the South Bay, the incorporated cities, such as Torrance and Redondo Beach, had more political clout, more money, and they were able to resist the location of these controversial projects in their own cities. So Carson was unincorporated for so long with very little political representation, and it became sort of this dumping ground, both literally and figuratively, for its neighbors. This is kind of an example of where political power and money can afford you to go about climate change or environmental disasters differently. Following incorporation in 1968, the residents of Carson had to deal with the aftermath. And in the 1990s, Carson was actively seeking to clean up the city's image and environment. And most of the heavy industry was gone. 
even though heavy industry is still prevalent in Carson, and it still affects the people who live in it. Race is the biggest indicator in the U.S. of whether or not you live near toxic waste. And it's been a consistent pattern over 30 years of placing hazardous waste facilities in neighborhoods where poor people and people of color live. And this is what is known as environmental racism. Carson is a very diverse community. An example of that. And I hope in this story you can kind of understand that problem because... Sometimes when you say environmental racism, people are like, what? The environment is neutral. It, it can't be racist. But people are the ones setting up and choosing where certain facilities are or who gets a new park and who gets a toxic waste dump in their community. And so it's important that we pay attention to these stories because it's not just in the past. It affects the present, too. And once we finally get to the culprit of the, the smell, the mysterious smell, you will kind of understand the story a little bit better and how it relates to the past. And yeah, I don't know. The cities where we live in affect how we feel because it kind of sometimes indicates how other people feel about us and the ways we should be treated or our government or neighboring cities and what we deserve or what people think we deserve, you know. I don't know, I'm speaking very broadly, but I think it's important to be proud of your city and to want to protect it. So I thought it was important to get the context of Carson, California in order to better paint the landscape and just get a, a little bit of a history lesson to environmental racism and development in this community. This issue is very personal to me and I hope I do the city of Carson and its residents justice by telling it. Um, so what had happened was there was this strange smell that emerged on, in the beginning of October. You know, sulfur has this rotten egg smell. It's very strong, which is a good thing in this case, because you don't want to be breathing sulfur and not know it. You know, there's health issues. Soon after the smell emerged, Residents of Carson complained of severe headaches, fatigue, and respiratory problems as the levels of gas increased. It felt like we were soon becoming enveloped by this mysterious smell that was emerging from the channel that runs through the city. And according to Air Quality District, hydrogen sulfide levels at one point reached nearly 7,000 parts per billion, which is 230 times higher than the state nuisance standard. And, you know, the odor was causing real health symptoms, and it was impacting your quality of life with, for many residents, and soon you'll hear from some of them. Had this happened to a wealthier community, a wider community, a more, a community of more political clout, that it would have been solved and they would have been heard. 
So many residents felt as if their concerns and their health was not being taken seriously. And we were left in the dark. We had no idea what was in the air that was making us sick and irritable, nauseous. Now, the issue on this day is gone now, but the faith in the county and the city has diminished. I think it has left like a lasting impact for many people, and we'll discuss it in the next part of the podcast. Um, so I have some special guests, my brother Roy and our friend Rozzy, and we're going to discuss the smell and get their first-hand account of what it was like. Hello, I'm Roy, Lego enthusiast, horror fanatic, and Virgo. Hi, I'm Rozzy. I'm 22 and a Scorpio. Hi, I'm Eliane and a Capricorn. Oh, I'm 21. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't planning on doing an intro, but I felt like I had to say something. I want to start. Roy, do you remember when you first noticed or smelled something off? Um, the only thing I really remember was coming out of Ikea. And right, Ikea. Yeah, it just smelled like rotten eggs. It was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. And yeah. The strange thing, it was like a mix of the Ikea smell with like something rotten. Mm. So you really didn't know what it was. Like, Razi, do you remember like where you were, like what you smelled? I remember... I was in my house and like every time we opened the door I thought someone was like rip letting one rip who keeps farting this is gross like cut it out and then just like progressively like I realized like throughout the day I was like oh it's every time we open the door like it's out yeah like that was when you noticed it was something like actually wrong yeah can you guys like describe the smell like what you felt best way I could describe it is rotten egg like it was mama that was garbage <laughs> yeah it was, it was disgusting <laughs> I like for me, I remember like driving home and then there was just this portion of the highway like where you just would begin mm. to smell it and it did smell like someone farted. Like that's the best way to describe it. It's like who farted? And then you'd be like, oh, our city is smelly. That's like a whole thing. Do you have any specific way to describe it? It honestly, I just kept thinking it smelled like farts constantly. And I feel like as each day progressed, it just got worse and worse. And I'm just like, what is it? And like, what is wrong? Because I thought it was a sewage issue. Like, just like around my yeah house. but well it was around it was in the channel so it was in the channel but yeah. i thought it was like more of like oh my area like our zone of carson i thought it was like because i think like prior to the smell like actually happening there was like an explosion at the refinery the earthquakes yeah the earthquakes yeah so i thought it had something to do with that gas there's that was some your guess wasn't it yeah my guess was because we had like a series of earthquakes and the next day there was like a fire and then a couple of days afterwards, there was, like, a big smell. And we weren't really getting any communication from the city or, like, anyone about what oh, was happening. A, a pipe burst, too. Yeah, and a pipe burst. Yeah. And, like, now we people have, like, some sort of idea what happened. But at the moment, you just smell, like, it's lingering. And it's just everything you can think of, I feel like. I think for a good month, we were just kind of kept in the dark. And we were constantly, like, asking, like, what's going on? Yeah. yeah just kind of sucked it But they the just, like, ignored it, like, hoping it would go away on its own. But it never did. It just got worse. It really did. It did get worse. But did you guys have any, like, symptoms, like nausea, headaches? Like, I know my head hurt. Like, I was always, like, irritable. I would get a lot of headaches, mm -hmm. and I would get the nausea. So I think that was, like, the worst of it. But besides that, it was also, like, I wasn't sure if it was just me smelling it. Just because, yeah. like, I feel like my family was ignoring it. 
for me, it was mostly just nausea, especially like on my way to work. Oh my god. When I would get on the freeway, since it was like right over the channel, the, the smell would just like hit me. Disgusting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was. It that's was. That's the only thing I can say. It's just it was disgusting. At points, I felt like I was gonna pass out because it was just like so strong and it was so bad. Yeah. Can you tell us about that time you woke up? From the smell? I was going to say that, too. I'm like... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, stays with me. Honestly, it was so funny. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember. You don't remember? Oh, my God. You don't re- I remember clearly, because... I remember I was complaining about it for, like, a week or two. Uh-huh. And you're like, yeah, it does smell kind of bad, like, when you go to Carson Mall or, like, uh, Ikea. Yeah, yeah. And you sent me a Snapchat, and you said that, that you woke up, and you almost <laughs> threw up from the smell. Oh, my God. Because your window was wide open. <laughs> You're like, you're like, no, the smell is in my house now. Then you're like, you were so angry. And How like, do I not remember this? You told you us. It was so funny. <laughs> it's something you want to forget. <laughs> Just waking up with like the most horrendous smell. And it's in your house and you can't open the windows because then it'll bring more in and you can't close the windows because you'll just trap it in. It's just the trauma. I don't want to remember it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was traumatic. Like you just think of yourself you're like, oh, we're the smelly city because like other cities soon started smelling yeah. it. Oh, yeah, literally, like, I told someone that I lived in Carson. <laughs> it's so they're embarrassing. Like, they're like, wait, isn't that the city that smells really bad? <laughs> and it kind of smelled bad before, but it just wasn't, like, that bad. Yeah. Like, Did it, it smell bad before? Like, there's, like, a lot of, like, sewage and, like, waste mm. treatment areas in our area. So they put, like, a lot of, like, eucalyptus and other plants along so it doesn't smell as bad, but... Did it change your mood? Did it affect the way you felt about yourself or interacted with others or, like, the way you felt about your city? I know we kind of touched on this, but let's... Uh, I do remember when I used to work for this family, um, the kids had, like, gone to the Ikea and they, like, drove on the freeway that's, like, right next to the canal. (laughs) And then they were like, why does your city smell so bad? (laughs) They're like, it smells like farts. And I'm like, honestly, buddy, I don't know. I wish I could tell you why. But it was so embarrassing. And it just felt really, like, gross. Like, I felt dirty constantly and just... Um, I think we were lucky enough that the smell didn't hit us all day long where we were living. Um, so it didn't really affect my mood much. It was just, honestly, in the mornings, it's when it was worse. At its worst. Um, but, I mean, I felt fine for the most part. It was yeah. more towards the end, like the last month that the smell was there. I think that's when it hit me the most. And that's yeah, when, like, really it grew it. stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in your house, it's like a little bit stronger, right? Because you live closer. All day, every day, the smell never like went away. And it was just having the windows constantly closed and like trying to not open the door. Especially like getting into our car. Like I remember holding my breath, getting into my car. And keeping the windows closed and just trying to make sure the smell didn't get in. No, because, like, if you would have your car, like, windows closed and everything, it would just find its way through the air vents. Yeah. And it was, like, the worst smell ever. Like, I just remember that. Like, for me personally, like, I remember when it first started smelling really bad, I had to go back to school, like, college. And then there was a wildfire at the same mm-hmm. time. So I felt like there was no way for me to <laughs> breathe clean air. And I was like, wow, this is just not my week to breathe. But... <laughs> Okay, so do you guys have any idea how long it lingered or, like, did you feel it? It was, like, what, four months? Three months? It was, like, three to four months. Yeah. I feel like it was never-ending. It was in October. It was, like, around when the earthquakes were happening. After this, like, long series of earthquakes, like, also, we've been getting more earthquakes. Yeah. And it's just, like, weird. It was, like, October. Okay. But I don't remember when it ended. 
just because like yeah it just stopped it just stopped when they started doing treatment i, rem- I remember like passing by and seeing people like in the little boats in uh, the hazmat suits yeah, yeah in the I hazmat they were, like, suits what? weren't they like pushing oxygen into the like a little something yeah let me check what they did exactly Oh, yeah. Did something about it. Publix Works was spraying Epileon, a natural biodegradable spray mm. that mitigates hydrogen sulfide odor by converting the gas into a byproduct of salt. Oh. I don't know. Some, yeah, exactly. <laughs> something happened. Okay, so my next question kind of relates. Do you think the city handled it well? Do you wish something... No. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was air filters in, ho- in hotels, but I feel like a lot of people didn't do that because they couldn't afford the upfront mm-hmm. cost of it. Like, you had to, like, buy it and then get... Reimbursed. Reimbursed, yeah. It's not even that. It was also, like, having to haggle the city to reimburse you. Yeah. It also... It wasn't a right-away thing. It was, like, after a month or so. Exactly. So Same with the hotels. Yeah. I didn't do it personally, but, like, I know that, like, a lot of people were struggling with, like... Just getting a response from the city in general mm. and uh with the hotels and the air filters they have like a price limit too so it's like um even if the air filters were sold out and they had to get like a more expensive one they wouldn't cover the cost of like the whole thing you know so it's just that's kind of a hassle at that point it wasn't even worth it like my family didn't get it till like after the smell had gone away and we were like what's the point it. i don't think we got one no we didn't get yeah. one we, we did consider it, but it's just a lot of, like, upfront costs. Yeah. It's, like, difficult. Do you guys feel like... I remember seeing a lot of tweets saying that there wasn't any media coverage or, like, if this was, like, PV or Torrance, that there would have been more. Did you guys have that, like, kind of sentiment? or oh, like? Definitely. Yeah. I did feel like, like, unless you lived nearby and, like, you passed the canal, like, you didn't know what was going on. And, like, we were kept in the dark, so I could only imagine, like, other cities were, like... I had no fucking clue what was going on. Sorry. <laughs> From what I heard, that like it ended up spreading to like Long Beach. Yeah, in Wilmington, I oh think. God. Yeah, it was like it was pretty bad. But I mean, regardless, like you know, being in this area, like we don't get the same attention as like say like the richer areas, like yeah, TV, more well known areas. Yeah. Like we don't have much political power, you know. So it feels kind of like you're just getting this weird smell you don't know where it's coming it's like no one cares Mm -hmm. and you just i don't know it was weird and you definitely strange if you could describe just like the whole experience in a couple of words you know like a catchphrase like i don't know (laughs) a catchphrase this is garbage (laughs) it was smelly it just so gross the twilight zone that's what (laughs) (laughs) it did feel like it I was going to ask you guys, like, what were your first guesses, like, as to what the smell was when it first Good happened? question. Um, I thought it was, like, something in, obviously, in the canal. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, um, uh, dumping, which I think it yeah. ended up being I believe somewhat. the idea is that there was, like, a fire in, like, a warehouse where there was illegally storing some, like, chemicals or products and stuff and it like leaked into the canal but allegedly allegedly (laughs) i i need yes yes. (laughs) i thought it was like because i remember there was a really strong earthquake Uh and then you would see the sky and it was like on fire because of like the refineries and stuff so i kind of thought they were all linked well from what i heard from someone that works in the refinery yeah Uh, allegedly allegedly (laughs) that it had to do with three big uh, um, businesses 
big corporate businesses that were uh, dumping illegally. Mm. But that the what what would it be? The health department? Yeah. Public works, maybe. Public works, probably. Yeah. Uh, they didn't want to, you know, get involved. Mm. They want to spill the tea. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so obviously, when that fire happened, like you know. Was there a cover up? Low key. Allegedly. Ah. I mean, you know, one can assume, one can guess. I don't know all the facts, but... You heard it here first. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) Don't sue us. But see, that's the thing. Like, big companies like that get away with stuff like this. Just Mm -hmm. because, like, it's like a poor area. Like, what are they going to do? Yeah, yeah. And that's basically the history of Carson. As you will hear in this podcast. (laughs) Um, Great segment. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of sucks. Because you know, like, issues like environmental racism occur, you know. Like, you know that our rates of asthma are higher. Roy has asthma. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do, you do. Um, And, like, a lot of it has to do with where we live, you know. Mm. But just to have, like, kind of, like, an environmental disaster and just feel the effects of it and, like, all while, like, just saying the pandemic was also going on. There's just, like, a lot of things going on. Oh, yeah. It was, like, in the, like, towards the, the middle of the pandemic. It was, like, yeah. a little I mean, extra. shout out to the masks because... Yeah, actually. <laughs> Imagine if we didn't wear them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unbearable. Yeah, it really did help. Like, we would Mask wear them up. in cars. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you were by yourself. Like, it smelled really bad. Yeah, it was disgusting. Yeah. It was just really bad. I don't know how to describe it. I don't like thinking about it. It's like <laughs> a part of my life that I just want to forget because it was just so, like, gross. Yeah, I hope one day, like, five years from now, people say, like, remember when Carson was really smelly <laughs> and, like, no one did anything and no one cared? And it's like, what? I don't remember that. Crazy part, though, is, like, I think, like, two months in, it was, like, on a schedule. At least, like where Rosie lives it smelled all day mm-hmm. but that's because she lives like really close to the, um mm-hmm. but like over here since we're not that far five minutes maybe um we didn't get the smell until like 11 p.m mm. and then it would go away like around 6 to 7 a.m and that was like every night you know it was, was kind of weird yeah and i think we had spent a lot of time with the smells that we were able to notice these patterns you know? <laughs> <laughs> like we knew her personally <laughs> also um i don't know if you guys seen the society i don't know if i'm gonna leave this in so it's this netflix show canceled wrongly canceled and there was this weird smell and then they pay they were going to pay someone to fix the smell and i guess they ended up not paying him and then the kids go on a field trip and then when they come back the smell is gone but so is everyone else it's based on the pied piper story and and I was like, oh, this is what's going to happen. We're living the society. But that didn't happen. I don't know where this was going. No, it was very, like... I remember when you explained it to me, I'm like, it kind of freaked me out. I'm like, what if it is, like, exactly. something really sinister? And in the end, it kind of was. Yeah, a little bit sinister. like But more, like, realistic. Co- corporate, like, malfeasance, you know? Yeah. We lived in our well, own episode. Also, another thing is... Um, I mean, obviously, it doesn't compare. I remember, like, in the beginning of it, when people saw that the city wasn't doing anything about it for like the first like month month and a half Mm -hmm. like they started thinking like oh is this gonna be something like flint like oh is this gonna be like a recurring theme that's just gonna like never get solved and it's just gonna keep on keep on going yeah Yeah, i think there was like this big fear like what if we just get swept under the rug you know and like like you said there was no media coverage yeah there was very little i think it was just once it got to other cities when people started to care about it yeah yeah, definitely. 
Three to four months. Three to four months. Yeah. But yeah, it was still a long time. But like... Because December, she was still she was still going a little bit. Yeah, definitely. It was in December. Definitely, but I think that's when they finally like figured it out. So I think also the rain washed it away at that point. The rain definitely helped. Uh, I know that was like a big part of it too. I remember there was a theory that it was like decaying organisms that mm. like once the water like went down like they came to surface. I don't know. There's a lot of ideas. Yeah. There were no solutions, but there was ideas. There's a lot of theories. Yeah. It kind of makes you go very conspiratorial. Mm. I was just so annoyed all the time. I'm like, why is it so smelly? I felt like that person in the room that like has the red strings tied to like pictures and stuff. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out, Connecting. Like, yes. No, that was definitely me with my earthquake theory. Like this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. I don't know. It made sense to me. And now nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It is kind of weird to just walk away from that experience and like. I, I don't know. I'm just like, oh, that happened. Yeah. I still think about it. I'm afraid <laughs> it's going to come back. Yeah. yeah. Because if it is, if it was like the illegal dumping of like stuff yeah. in the river, I like, who's to say it's not going to come back? So there is a fear that like, it can happen to anyone. And that's, you the truth of it is that this can happen to any city. You know, companies have been and could just illegally dump something into your channel. You know, Allegedly. Allegedly. And it could be smelly for, like, four months on end. Maybe longer. Yeah, maybe longer, actually. And that's really sad to think about. I don't know. It is sad. I feel like we we were lucky enough that it didn't turn out to be, like, a situation like other places have suffered with. So I feel like we were very lucky. But at the same time, it is still, like, it shows how much the city cares and, and it was very little. Yeah, I, I do think it, like, kind of makes you feel small Yeah. when something like this happens to you and you just feel, like, really unimportant. Like, obviously now it's over and it's solved and we did get what was needed. It just took so much to get there. And it makes you feel for other people who are living through these things and have less, uh, like, political power than we do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we're able to go complain on Twitter, like, oh, this is smelly and, like, maybe if we do it enough, someone will care. But, like... I don't know. Like, how have your lives improved since then? You know, like, do you smell things better? Like, sometimes I'm like, mmm, it doesn't smell like rotten egg. My sinuses have really cleared up. Really? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, it's great being able to... Smell good things. Wake up in the morning and not smell <laughs> rotten eggs. Yeah. It's nice to breathe. No, sometimes I do remember, like, passing by okay. and be like, it was really bad. It was during a heat wave, too. <laughs> oh, my God, it was. It was. So you can even open the window. You can even turn on the AC because it was yeah. So yeah. It really was terrible. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to put it. It was, just, yeah. it was not fun. It was not a good time. Not at all. No good vibes. Mm-mm. Carson was not the place to be. It was not. Mm-mm. I feel like it affected businesses, too. Don't you think? Yeah, like, oh who wants God. to go to Ikea? Well, yeah, I mean, like, look at Canes. They were pretty slow. Cause it was really slow. It, it had, smelled so bad. It had just opened. I remember. True. There was, like, nothing. Even the Chick-fil-A that was, like, by them. Yeah. Yeah, because they were all, like, right next to it. So, yeah. like, the smell was, like, the strongest right there. It was disgusting. And I feel bad because there's, like, kids who go to school, like, right down mm-hmm. the street from there. Like, I have no idea how bad they had it. And they, they're, you know. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
from my what my sister told me is like they kept them inside as long as they could because like you said the city never gave us information on anything going on so we didn't know if it was going to affect like the health the health of like the kids or like just people outside walking around so i remember they would keep the kids inside as long as they could so from the perspective of a child like I can only imagine, like, what they thought was going on. Yeah, it's scary. Like, you have the pandemic, and then you also have this weird smell, and no one's really telling you anything, because, like, A, they don't know, and also you're, like, a kid. It's just, I don't know, I would be really scared. I'm just glad it's over, and that I can smell things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope the river's cleaner. <laughs> yeah, I hope so, too. I wouldn't bet on it, but, you know. <laughs> A girl can hope. <laughs> At least they got rid of the soul. Yeah. yeah. Step one. Will step two happen? Probably not. I don't think so. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And I don't only, think there's much we can do at this point. We can only do so much. Yeah. Yeah, like, and hope that, like, the city cleans up its act. I know it has been for, like, its entire history, but there's still so much more we can do. Like, we can't let these children down you know <laughs> we can't let them be hidden away into school yeah and like it's, it's just unpleasant like i don't know i think it also has to do with the county so. the city has only like so many resources i think it ultimately goes up to the county too they don't live here yeah, yeah so you know like they didn't get anything done either so it's lawsuit oh, oh yeah yeah oh. there's some class action lawsuits if you're affected by this i'm insane Get your coin. <laughs> when you and my family needs to look into it because I think my asthma got worse. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We don't even know the long term consequences mm-hmm. of smelling that, and like if some were to occur, would we even link it to that? You know, like mm-hmm. would we even know? I feel like that was the scariest part, where it's like we weren't sure if it was like super toxic yeah. and like, how it would affect like living things like people's pets i had to basically beg my mom to close the window because she was like no like let's get it out like we have no idea what we're smelling yeah literally i'm like well first of all like why do you want to be smelling that yeah (laughs) (laughs) close your window (laughs) like girl yeah (laughs) that's her prerogative (laughs) Uh, i mean i don't maybe she didn't smell it did she smell it she smelt it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and then towards the end, she also started getting heavy. And that's when the smell wasn't as bad. So, I mean... No, I remember that. It was kind of scary. Yeah, she never gets headaches. Yeah. So, like, who knows what the long-term consequences are or what they're going to look like. It'll be like those commercials where it's like, <laughs> do you remember using this? You may be financially compensated. Shingles? <laughs> no, okay. but you know those like commercials where they were like, if you had chicken pox, like you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the shingles. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember growing up being very scared of shingles. When were you ever exposed to shingles? No, 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 no. Because like I thought, because you know, if you get chicken pox, you're more likely to get shingles. I knew that from the commercials. I was really scared of getting chicken pox because then I would get shingles, and shingles just sounded <laughs> horrible. Your brain correlated that. With yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just, it worked on me. Actually, um, my friend, she sent me on Instagram a DM. It was some, no, 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 no. She got shingles. No, 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 no. It's related to what we're talking about. She sent me, like, a, a law group that was starting up a class action suit. They're like, if you were affected by the smelling Carson, like, we want you to, like, join, and, like, we want to represent you. So, yeah, she was like, I thought this might be helpful for you. 
Oh, I mean, as soon as I saw the papers, I signed it. Yeah. Cut me my check. <laughs> no, honestly, we do deserve some compensation. That was horrible. Well, especially the people that were just, like, right next to them. Like, yeah. Especially you. you. I, that is where I live. Rosie, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Guys, in the comments, tell Rosie, <laughs> tell Rosie to get into the lacrosse lo- action <laughs> Yeah. Pray for Rosie. It's like, how far do I live from it? Because it's like less than five like minutes. Three minutes. Three two, minutes. Like two, two minutes. minutes. She's right down the street. It's like a block. I think I'm like a block or two away from yeah. it. <laughs> from the canal. Disgusting. It was really bad. Yeah, you guys are so lucky you guys live farther away from it. And it's not even that much of a distance. I mean, once is like the lucky one. She yeah, yeah. She got, got to, to smell it on the weekend. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I feel like each weekend she was hoping it would go away. Yeah, actually. Like, oh, it's still stinky in here. <laughs> yeah, like she literally said that every time I'd pick her up. Like, oh. Uh, it's still here? No, but it was just, like, a strong, like... And I feel like I was noticing it more than everyone else because everyone else kind of just got used to it. I was like, y'all living like this? Like, this is horrible. <laughs> we had to get used to it. We didn't have another choice. Yeah. No, it, it was really bad. And I feel like I had, like, the, like, oh, clean air, and then boom. Wasn't that clean though? Because wasn't there like the fires? Yeah, that's that, true. So. That's true. That one weekend where there was the wildfires, God is really trying me this week. Like <laughs> I don't know. It really felt like the world was just like falling apart. Like, <laughs> yeah, was... one thing after the other. The earthquakes <laughs> was like the explosion at the refinery. Yeah, there's <laughs> just so much, and the underlying. I feel like I we can't emphasize this enough the pandemic is already occurring so it's just like on top of another thing on top of another thing like i don't know oh yeah it's still going it's, it's still going to this day any other closing thoughts no that's it i'd like to hear you guys' guesses on what i thought i yeah that was a really good question i thought it was either like algae because you know like algae so i thought it was maybe like algae in the river I kind of like the smell of algae. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or I thought from the earthquakes, I thought there was like a like a natural gas. Yeah. Leak, so that was like a sulfur leak somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That's that was my guess. There's many guesses, many conspiracies. Okay, guys, thank you so much for agreeing to be on my podcast. Anytime. Uh, yeah. Anytime. So you just heard a real honest conversation between my brother Roy, our friend Rozzy, and me. And I hope it was entertaining and it was as fun to listen to as it was to record it. I apologize if it was hard to listen to. I know that I have a tendency to eat some of my words and then add unnecessary words. Like I'll say yeah every five seconds. It's a work in progress and this project is really important to me and especially this episode so if you made it this far i am so incredibly grateful for you and i hope you stay on this journey and together we can see my editing and recording skills improve and also we filmed this episode early january and all the information we had was to the best of our knowledge at that time and we also said things for comedic value Take that with a grain of salt. It was an interesting conversation to have with them. And I think this is just my personal recommendation, but I think you should have those conversations with people 
in your life more often about the environment and how it affects you. Any kind of way that you can feel less alone in the world, I guess. I don't know. I don't... <laughs> I didn't... I wasn't trying to send out life advice. But for me personally, it was a very rewarding conversation. And looking back at it, I'm very grateful for them to be the first people that I interview. And moving forward with the podcast, um, specifically on the issue of the Dominguez Channel, I hope to speak to some people about the aftermath, the, um, the cleanup. And so that's something to look forward to in the next couple of weeks. And... Yeah, so thank you again if you made it this far. I'm very, very grateful for that. I hope you learned something from this and you want to listen to the next episode. Thank you again for listening to Anthropocene.